It's essential to build good relationships with candidates, but should we do that by asking them what their hobbies are, or what their weaknesses are, or why they want to join our company? I don't think we should. As recruiters, we tend to ask specific questions that bring unexpected problems to our interview processes. What are these questions? And what should you say if you still want to build rapport with candidates? My name is Jose Marchena, and I'm going to unpack four tips that will help you build rapport with candidates the right way in this episode of the Coffee with a Recruiter podcast. Why is the question, what are your hobbies, such a, such a problematic question? Well, the problem with the question, what are your hobbies, is that it forms part of what the psychologist Thomas Chamorro Music calls unstructured interviews in his book, Why Do So Many Incompetent Men Become Leaders? Unstructured interviews, Thomas writes, predict job performance less accurately. First, these open-ended questions invite unexpected responses that are hard to interpret and analyze. Second, the answers cannot be linked to specific competencies or job requirements. The unstructured interview is more of an improvised and free-floating exercise, where interviewers invite candidates to present themselves on different questions. Some mere icebreakers, some tricky, and their performance is judged spontaneously. Examples of such questions include, Why do you want to work for us? How did you find working for your previous employer? Do you have any hobbies? Where do you see yourself in five years? What are your biggest weaknesses? On the other hand, Thomas cites various studies that show that structured interviews are the best way of qualifying candidates. Structured interviews need to have a predefined scoring template to identify the best job characteristics and minimize irrelevant signals. For example, confidence or charisma or a sense of humor. Most importantly, the interview questions and scores need to link to job requirements. Thomas mentions a few examples of structured interview questions. So for example, let's say you're taking technical expertise. Have you used Excel before? Are you familiar with Python programming? And what are your skills in this language? Or if you're qualifying leadership, how would you rate your skills in managing sales teams? Now, does this mean that we need to become robots and treat candidates in an unfriendly manner? Of course not. So how can you build rapport professionally in a way that is still part of a structured interview in order to qualify the candidate effectively while still maintaining good rapport? So, there are better ways of building rapport with candidates than these overused icebreakers. The first tip is called mirroring. This technique is discussed by the author Chris Voss in his book Never Split the Difference. According to Chris, mirroring leads to people feeling more connected with you and sharing more information. Now, the technique is simple. You need to repeat the last three words, or the critical one to three words, of what someone has just said. Voss cites a study where researchers used waiters to identify what was the more effective method of creating a connection with strangers. Was it mirroring or positive reinforcement? One group of waiters used positive reinforcement by lavishing praise on patrons. The other group mirrored their customers by repeating their orders back to them. What was the result? 
the average tip of the waiters who mirrored was 70% more than the other team. For recruiters, the added benefit of using this technique is that we can then confirm what the candidate has just said to make sure we understand them perfectly. So be sure to mirror during phone screens, interview prep, debriefing, and even offer stage in order to fully understand your candidate, in order to build rapport, and, well, get them over the line. The second tip I wanted to discuss is showing genuine curiosity. Podcasters such as Tim Ferriss or Guy Raz use this technique, well, in their podcast. The technique consists of using two words that cut past the easy small talk to have a richer conversation. Basically, all you need to do is say, I'm curious. Ideally, you can place these words just before exciting and challenging questions or comments. Think about difficult discussions around experience or skills. For example, so, candidate, I find it interesting that you have experience coaching people. I'm curious to know, out of a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your ability to manage a virtual team? These words give you, let's say, give your question a very particular context. The question doesn't have a right or wrong answer anymore with no judgment behind it. You're asking the question because you're a recruiter that is curious to know more about their candidates. When there's no judgment, there's less nervousness when candidates reply, which means you get better quality answers. Additionally, this lack of judgment results in candidates feeling more appreciative of your efforts in getting to know them because of how skilled they are. Candidates then start to talk more about themselves, which gives you more information to write down and take back to your hiring manager. So, be a, be a recruiter and show that genuine curiosity to your candidate in order to find out more about them, in order to build rapport, in order to have more information. Now here's a final but slightly unusual and still very important tip. It's called building report through writing and simplicity. So report building goes beyond the phone or video calls. We live in a world of Slack, email, and social media. So writing is equally important. We can build report through writing with a concept called simplicity. But isn't writing easy? Well, not really. Writing is a challenging skill, and candidates have other apps and messages vying for their attention. Candidates don't need to respond right away to our emails, and you lose body language on top of that. If you add lousy writing to the mix, then you lose your candidate's attention and risk them dropping out of the interview process. So to fix this, I started reading the book On Writing Well by William Zinser. The first thing he mentions is the importance of simplicity in writing by removing clutter. The secret of good writing, Zinser says, is to strip every sentence to its cleanest components. Every word that serves no function, every long word that could be a short word, every adverb that carries the same meaning that's already in the verb. A few examples, right? So instead of saying at this point in time, just say now. Don't say a personal friend, just say friend. In recruitment, clutter is everywhere. In job descriptions, in emails, in messages to stakeholders and emails to candidates. So, the lesson here is keep your communication free of clutter to keep your candidates' attention 
and continue building reports. So would a candidate prefer a recruiter that asks about their hobbies, or would they choose a clear communicator that's curious about their work and understands their skills and motivations? I like the second recruiter more. This person understands me at a professional level, and I trust them to take care of my application. I also have no hobbies to talk about, so that helps in avoiding an awkward conversation, am I right? Thank you for tuning in to this episode, everyone. If you like this episode, then please hit subscribe or follow. Thanks again, and stay safe.